The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Radio show. I'm here with these two legends, Allie and Nicholas. Is your name actually Nicholas or is it just Nick? Nicholas. Is it? Mm hmm. That's nice. Not, I don't assume everybody has the long version of their name. Like, my, my brother is just John. It's not like Jonathan. It's not Johan. It's not. No. Yeah, so we we are short Leia, who had a personal emergency, and tonight was Wazzy's day is off, so you're getting the uh, the OG. But we have Lord Cronus coming in clutch. He's going to be on the show. He is. He he actually is, dude. Uh, so real quick uh, announcement here. Lord Cronus actually won our giveaway for the Pokemon cards, and I already have sent them out. So he's going to be doing an unboxing video or unwrapping video. And uh, I already told him to please not show my address <laughs> on his video. <laughs> he uh, hopefully will get like a foil Charizard or something like that. That'd be pretty cool. I don't think I don't think those are still out in circulation as of like the last 15 years. Well, how old is that pack? It's like 2016 or 2017. So, oh, okay. So like four-ish years? Believe it or not, I just watched tonight while I was eating dinner. A guy opened three packs from the 1999 set. I don't know what it was called. The expansion or whatever. Yeah. But he got three foils, but he didn't get any like super rare foils. So. For me, I like watching unboxings, especially of like card packs. Because, like, just the sound of them opening the card packs and the foil and everything and going through it, it's just, like, relaxing, you know? I, like, I don't even play the game. I like to watch it. I like watching unboxings for stuff that I plan to buy so I know what to expect when it arrives. It's pretty nice. See, that's funny because I don't do that because I want to have this uh, surprise factor, you know? Yeah, I think it's just I have a different personality. I also don't mind movie spoilers. So, like, if I haven't seen a movie, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't mind people being like, oh. That's terrible. Snape killed Dumbledore. Han Solo dies. Like, I don't care. I still enjoy Dude, it. Dude, I just saw a fucking crazy movie this weekend called Don't Breathe. Have you heard of it? I feel like I did. It's got uh, Stephen Lang in it. And he's, like, this blind vet. Uh, has a bunch of money stashed away in his house. Sounds like Ali. <laughs> yeah. And like these idiots come and try and rob his house, and it just gets crazy. Hmm. It's, I mean, I wouldn't go see it in the theater and pay for it, but <laughs> it was pretty interesting, though. That's I mean, turkey basters were involved, and so were frozen. Wait, what? Little men. In this movie? Turkey basters and frozen little men were involved in this movie. Allie, help I me. I want to know, but then it, is it one of those things that I can go my whole life without knowing? Like, 
I mean, yeah, you could, but... I mean, spill the beans. What did the little men in the turkey baser do? Well, like, okay, this is total spoiler, so if anybody plans on watching it, don't listen. Don't but... worry, I-, I could speak for Allie. She has no plans to watch this movie you're talking about. <laughs> so anyways, uh, he's... They end up breaking into his house, three of them. He's blind, right? He's got it all booby-trapped. And they end up downstairs somehow in the basement, and they find out that he's been holding this um, young lady like hostage, kidnapped her, and she actually ended up accidentally killing her his daughter. So what he did was held her downstairs, like all chained up and stuff. And he's like, I'm not going to rape you, but I'm going to make you give me another daughter like the one you took from me. And he pulls out like a frozen vial of his little man, his sperm, and he takes a turkey baser and he's... <laughs> Dude, it's insane. Come on, motherfucker. I can't believe what I was watching, man. I can't, I can't believe, believe it. what I'm hearing. I mean, that just... I mean, I'm just imagining... I, I have so many questions, like... I'm just imagining him reading the script and be like, the fuck? Then be like, man, I need some money, so yeah, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> if you have more questions about it, just watch the movie, maybe. I don't know. Allie, did you, did you guys play Pokemon cards growing up in your junior high? No, because I was a female of Bamali. We didn't Could do that. No, she, she... I was a female. Oh, you couldn't play that as a kid? No, we didn't do that. Like, I didn't know any girl who, like... I'm pretty sure Pokemon was gender neutral. It was. Nick, uh, Doug is on, and he wants to know about the rocks and Wendigos. Uh, well, we're not doing Wendigos tonight, but we're going to talk about the rocks slash Thunderbirds. I... Doug Manticore. <laughs> I... I don't know. I don't really know what a rock is. Doug says he rock is like a giant hawk slash eagle. It's like giant, it's huge. Doug, since you played Pokemon, what was your what was your team? Give me your, your give me your top six. <laughs> well, wait, Nick, d- did you actually play Pokemon or just like watch the cards and stuff? What's your experience like? Um, I collected some of them, but I didn't actually play it. But uh, having said that. I did play the actual Pokemon, like Game Boy. Yeah. Nintendo games. Yeah. What, what I played the, some of those. What was your team, Nick? Um, I don't remember Frank because I wasn't really that much into it. But I do know that Meowtwo wasn't he like one of the better ones? Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Yeah. Ali has lost all interest in the show. No, I actually know from the movie. You know where um Slowbro. Ash gets frozen or. Turns into rock, and they unfreeze him. And okay, have, did you guys ever hear about that movie Splice, where they create that like weird creature in the lab? That's honestly what I think um, Mewtwo looks like. I have not seen that movie, but we'll look it up. Mewtwo. Actually, it looks like a Wendigo if you actually look at him. What's a Wendigo, Nick? A Wendigo is like from what I was reading. Well, there's like a couple takes on it, but one that I was reading was like it's a human being that their heart grows cold and literally like turns to ice and they become like this withered human being with like really light, like pale skin and they like crave human flesh and they become cannibals and they just have like these feeding frenzies where they go out and try and capture and just wreck people and eat them. Then the other one was like, similar looking but also had like an elk head or skull to it with like antlers so yeah it's definitely like a really deep story yeah doug says well i turn into a one to go by eating another human yes um a more depth in depth perception is that wendigos supposedly are um people who do black magic okay um <clears throat> In extreme situation, they res- turn, they result to cannibals, which turns them evil. And essentially, they're like kind of zombies. Like their skin's decomposing. Um, they're like the living dead. 
let me let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. Let me let me get this straight here, Allie, what you're saying. So you're practicing black magic and then one day you just find yourself turning into this creature and then becoming a cannibal. Well, yes, but I also think it's like a demonic or some type of entity that goes into you. But you're like, and you just wake up and you're like not expecting to be demon and then. Well, the thing is, like, they kind of know what they're getting into. And um, the problem is that from what I've heard about Wendigos is that you develop this appetite for human flesh. And it's like no matter how many people you eat or how many people you kill, that hunger never goes away. Well, in order for Wendigos to keep being alive, they have to consume more flesh. And the scary part is that from, you know, what I've read on the internet and personal interviews, they can mimic voices of humans. So, like, you know, you'll hear one of your family members and think, oh, my family member's over there. For example, like somewhere separated from other people, like a forest or, you know, somewhere where it's easier for them to lure you in. What I don't get though is at what point are you no longer just a cannibalistic type of person and you become a Wendigo because they also, I also read that they don't, I mean, they can also eat like normal humans. Like it's not solely them eating other humans in a cannibalistic way. So it's really weird. Nick, do you think that if you're a cannibal, do you think people of different races would taste differently? Like, do you think you're like, ah, Mexican, Hell yeah, man. Mexican People of different races smell differently, so... Oh, that's interesting, though. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> fun fact about that. So, Jeffrey Dahmer said that he did not like to the flesh of people who had tattoos. That it tasted... That he didn't like the taste. What? So, apparently, if you have tattoos, you're safe. Cannibals. More safe. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they say you can't donate blood. Maybe it does make a make a difference. Oh, you can if you have tattoos. Yeah, they won't. They're you're not supposed to like. I think you're not supposed to donate blood or plasma. Dude, that's like seventy-five uh, percent yes. of the country. You can donate because um, I've done both. The only thing is, you have to wait a year. And I noticed some places like in Chicago now, just because there's like a shortage of blood donations and stuff. They're actually taking people who have gotten a new piercing or tattoo within the last two months, which is absolutely insane to me because um, when you think about it, like people who are, who have caught HIV, they sometimes don't know for months. So like, let's say you were to get a tattoo and get something transferred. You wouldn't know within two months. So you're saying like months. you don't know you have HIV, but then they give you the blood test before you get like a transfusion, and the doctor looks over you HIV positive. Are you fucking gay? Says something like that. No, 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 I meant like when you go to a blood bank, if they're accepting people no, within two terrible, months. I, I'm you going just to, set that I'm, up I'm so you can to, hit I'm that. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell, Ali. Yes, you are. I am. And I will run, like, looking for you. That's just good. you. That's good. You're Thank a you. terrible human being, I'm Frank. Pretty, pretty like, terrible. have you seen Leo yet? Yeah, I think we're all going to hell. Well, maybe not Nick. I think Nick is the only one who's potentially not going to hell. Doug. I don't think Doug is. Doug. I don't think he's on that list. Uh, Doug says, I, you, become a Wendigo by eating a human. They can only be full by eating a bigger than them but they eventually get so big they can no longer meet the hungry needs if you become that is. It's very coherent, Doug. It's awesome. You know, yeah, right? Very cool. <laughs> hey, that just flows, man. Uh, we're also joined by Unfinished Plants, who says, I've only seen Wendigos on Supernatural. I, I, is that a TV show? I don't know. Is that a TV show? It is. They show a lot more legends and... Um like local places that are supposedly haunted. It's actually a pretty good show. Um, it took me a while to get into, but it's 
gone on for a lot of seasons now. So if you want like a really, really, really long show to watch, there you go. When I was reading about it, it was like there were a couple different like basis of the Wendigo, you know, like a couple different origins. And like I saw one that was kind of related to the Skinwalkers which I found interesting. I didn't like go down that path too much and read into it too much, but I wonder if some people mistaken skinwalkers for Wendigos and Wendigos for skinwalkers. So what is a skinwalker? I don't think we ever went over that. Cause like a Wendigo, you kind of look like a human with like a big, like bison head. Right. But like, what's a skinwalker look like? No, it's not a bison head. It looks, doesn't it look like that? I've seen no, like concepts. It's like a, it's like a, either they just have like really weird, creepy shriveled white heads with white flesh or they have like a head of like a skull, like a deer or an elk with like their antlers. Mm. So anyways, what were you saying about the skinwalkers? What's a skinwalker? Yeah. What, what are those? Look like? So a, um, what I'm reading, a skinwalker can transform into any animal. Okay. It's a shapeshifter. But considering the Wendigo speed, it's, probably faster than a skinwalker can transform um the skinwalkers are practically invisible transforming into a snake mice um so yeah ali nick is using this feature do you see what this feature is where he's got his hand raised like a kid in a classroom (laughs) (laughs) raise my hand you want to call on him, Miss? Uh, well, I don't want to use your last name, but oh my God, look at that! Uh, anyways, yeah, we should definitely do its own episode on the Wendigo because it's very fucking interesting. Doug says, yes, it is. Doug says the deer depiction comes from a movie and says that Nick is a skin stroker. It's kind of like a skinwalker, I guess. Aren't, aren't we all, Doug? At this yeah. point, don't. That is not a skin stroker, and you don't know it. <laughs> oh look at it. I finally get to use this drop. Giggity, 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 giggity. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I think Doug doesn't know what he's talking about. He just likes to blab and blab. Sounds like he's blabbing right now. Uh really quick guys. Hey, you know what, Doug? You're so interested in it? You like it so much? Call in the show. You'd never call in. Yeah, Doug. Feel free to call, call your candy ass in. Let's see it. Do you think do you think calling him a candy ass will like be the correct encouragement <laughs> with him yeah it will be he needs motivation and conflict through conflict we can if you want we can call him too call him call him up also lord cronus is laughing unfinished plan says yeah doug <laughs> doug says nice and worth it perfect guys what if what if like what if lord cronus knows unfinished plans and they know doug what if this whole time That'd be weird, crazy, cool. Doug says, I'm watching Superstore. What is that? Oh, it's that retarded TV show. Oh, nice. Nice. So I was watching uh, it is. I was watching this show, Fear Street, uh, 1978 on Netflix. And the, uh, the axe murderer in that show looks like one of my coworkers. <laughs> so what did you do? Did you take a picture, print it? Then bring it up to his head and just like go like this and compare. First of yeah, all, why, yeah, would I, okay. why would I need to print that out? I could just screen to screen. I don't need to print anything. Who owns a printer anyway? Allie, do you even own a printer? No, because I print my stuff at work. Mm, smart. Mm-hmm. For more life hacks, join Allie's newsletter. Of course, I give great advice such as camping trips. Tips and <laughs> how not to make recipes. 3D printer, does that count? Nope. Where's my Mason burn the pizza drop? I could 3D print his face. Whose face? Your coworkers. Oh, okay. Or the serial killer. I don't know where the Mason pizza burn drop is, Ali. So why would we want to print your coworkers? Face. Nick is telling me I should print his face. I just thought they looked alike, but I didn't know that I had to print them. If you had like a 3D um, representation of this serial killer's face, his head, 
and you brought it into work and put it next to your buddy's head, and then that would really make a statement. Do you think that would make more of a statement about him or more of a statement about me? Because I think I'd be the creepy one there. I don't think my coworker. I feel like mm. you would have a lovely visit with HR over something like that. Oh, and then you get your little paint set out and you start to like paint it and like do some little bit of washing on there and hold, stuff. And hold that thought, Nick. That reminds me of something. Allie, when you were growing up, uh, Doug wants to know where my picture is. We're using Skype for the first time. Uh, so Skype does not allow me to see my own face while I'm talking. Sorry. So that's where the stream is coming from is from my point of view, Doug. Allie, when you were growing up, did you ever have this thing that you maybe got for Christmas that's like a big plastic binder and you open it up and on the one side you've got markers and colored pencils and then you've got pastels and crayons and paints? Nick, do you know what I'm talking about? Frank! Uh Oh, she's muted. Okay, Frank... I don't know how to say this. I did get that, but I didn't get like the little kid ones. Like my mom actually went to Michael's and bought me like a real. So you're saying like, you think you're better than me, huh? No, I'm just saying oh, yeah. like I did, but mine was like. Guess no, what, I'm motherfucker? Not- She's better than you. Her family's better than your family. Allie, no. exactly how Latina are you? Are you Latina enough that like one morning for Christmas morning you woke up and your parents got you that tin of popcorn that's the three flavors, like the caramel, the butter, and the cheese? No, oh, yeah. they knew better. They okay. knew better. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had that. Nick, you, got that for, you got that for Christmas one year? Doug Good. says, unacceptable, Frank. I needed to see your face. No one needs to see my face. <laughs> I guess I can try to here. Hold on, Doug. Let me try to finagle something here. You guys take over for a minute. Hey, do you guys know what Thunderbirds are? I do. It, it, that was in Harry Potter, right? It was. Uh... No. There you go, Doug. Well, See, if, Doug, if you look on the on the stream, I'm in the um, in the upper right corner. My fat face next to my dragon sword. Perfect, Doug. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Thanks for telling a friend. <laughs> I want to phone a friend. Okay. We could we could call anybody that you want. Call Doug. Dude, text me his number. I'll call call him right now. All right. Here, are, are, you gonna, are you gonna really do this? Okay. Doug, we're hey, about Doug, to, what's your number? Doug, <laughs> Doug, Doug, we're about to call you. Apparently. No, nah, I'm not gonna do that. He can okay. call him if he wants. Okay. Doug so anyways, Doug wrong on that Thunderbird answer. Allie, you probably know what Thunderbird is, right? No, they're just, aren't they just huge birds in the Southwest? Yes legendary? and no. I remember the story that happened like in the late 1800s, early 1900s, where a town in the Midwest claimed that a little boy was like mm-hmm. picked, up. Um, picked up and then I remember, but that's and you know they tried looking for the bird to get him back, but they couldn't. That's as far as I know. That was actually in Danville, Illinois. Actually, this is in your guys' home state. What the hell? What's <laughs> Sorry, going on here? I'm trying to change it to a mode where we can see each other. Dude. This is together mode, but then it's only me sitting at a bar by myself. Somehow. I see your head behind <laughs> the tiki bar. Let me do. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know if Skype is good. Here, I'll do this. Maybe this will help. Where's the rest of us? This is speed. I mode. said it. Haters will claim it's fake. Doug says he's hanging with your wife watching a show, or he would. Or no, his own wife, not your wife, Allie. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, we don't know if I don't have a wife. I mean, do we know that Mason's a guy's name? Pretty sure. I mean, it could be. I've seen it, but listen, listen, Nick, hold on. Theoretically, I've seen screenshots of Allie talking because she sent the screenshot to Wazi. In her phone, it's listed as Mace, and that sounds like a lady name. What do you think, Nick? I mean, uh, I would not be with a woman who can't cook. Just saying. I mean, she does like. So oh, Got it. Pizza burning. Got it. <laughs> Can he hear you right now? Oh. Um, so anyways, the Thunderbird. Frank, are you done playing around with this? Are you going to get us all, all three of us on there or what? 
I can't. Well, I'm I'm actually on there right now. I'm just very small in the corner, and that's because that's the only way that Skype will allow us to be displayed. Sorry, I don't think I can get all three of us on there. How come I'm looking and there's like a tropical island scene with a bar, and a bunch of bamboo in your head? There right might be a delay. That was like a couple minutes ago. It should it should it should go back to just us in a minute. All right, guys, we're going to try a different platform next week. That won't be Skype. I'm thinking about trying out some teams. <laughs> so, yeah, Thunderbirds. Uh, oh, yeah, so a Thunderbird. Uh, so there's like a couple of stories. Well, there's many stories about them, but basically they're like birds the size of a small car with the wingspan 20 feet or larger. And uh, I found one story in particular that was interesting. Is it like that? Let me ask you this, Nick, and this is a totally serious question. Do you ever go to the zoo and there's like a big ceramic bird and you like lay on top of it and like you put your arms out and you can like see how big your like strength is to body ratio and it'll tell you what type of bird you are? Is it like based off of that? I think this bird is bigger than any bird that's in any museum. Hmm. Some people who believe it, like cryptozoologists, believe it might be some like pterodactyl or something well, like related from that. There's two stories that I pulled up. The first, well, there's one story of a picture of uh, six Civil War Union soldiers standing on top of this dead bird, and they call it the pterosaur, and it's got a wingspan of like at least 20 feet maybe 30 to 40 feet what do you think you, um, what do you think they would do with like after it's dead like okay they took the picture well here's here's the thing is that some people were claiming it's a fake photo when i was reading about it they were saying that the photo looks fake one giveaway is that all six of the soldiers have uh, these particular belt buckles that are like square and apparently only officers wore the square belt buckles to indicate their rank. And I was thinking, well, they're assuming that it's fake because of that. But what if there's just six officers that all wanted to get in on the photo because, you know, they, they pulled rank. They were like able to get in on the photo because they're special, you know, like, why can't we think it like that? Why do we have to go straight to it's a fake? People love saying things are fake. That's why. Because I'm pretty sure they didn't have good photoshopping back then. And it's like, we're at war. Let's create this giant bird, you know, for fake. They they didn't have Photoshop, but there were still photo manipulation. Yeah. So there's something called a double exposure, which is, I mean, basically when you're developing a photo and I, I'm, I, I've developed my own photos from like the old dark room. I've done that before. So basically you take your little film strip and you put it into a projector and it projects down onto very light sensitive paper and the image will burn in. So double exposure is in that process you're, you know, exposing the paper to an image. So thank you for clapping. Whoever did that. That's awesome. Perfect. Um, so anyway, what you could do or what one of the things that people did do you expose a regular picture to be whatever you want, but then you use the projector to over, to expose a different image on top of that. And that was a very popular way to forge photos that looks very, very real. Uh, you can actually yeah, also emulate. I mean, you could forge photos like that. I wish you could share this picture. Can you look it up and share it on the yeah, screen? Yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, what, what am I looking up? The, look up the Civil War uh, pterosaur. T. P-T-E-R-O-S-A-U-R. All right. And basically, it says... Uh, let us begin by setting the stage for what we're looking at. There are two such photos easily found on the internet, both generally is. similar. Half a dozen or so Union soldiers posing for the camera with a pterosaur spread out <laughs> on the ground at their feet. Both like, photos are old and ragged. Nick, I got the photo on screen. and aged at a golden brown. But flaws and scratches and tears. Quite a curiosity that there would be two photos that are so similar, isn't it? More about that later. So anyways, they kind of go into the 
a guest story of the picture, even though there's not too much known about it. And then, like I said, a lot of people were saying that's a fake because of all six of them wearing these square belt buckles. Um, it looks kind of like a... What's that di- flying dinosaur pterodactyl, right? Yep. Dude, I'm looking yeah. at the photo. You cannot say this is not a fucking pterodactyl, dude. It looks like a pterodactyl, dude. This thing... If, if you were to hold a gun to my head and say identify this animal, 10 out of 10 pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, the, the only sure. thing The only thing that looks weird about it or different... If you look at this photo, I don't know if, you, Ellie, you can see the stream, but uh, the wings on this thing... Are like a weird shape that's like an inverted scoop. I don't believe those wings would be aerodynamic they, enough to fly. They're kind of like, like hollowed out looking. They look know? like they look like upside down pointy shovels. But look at the okay. So the head is that the beak that's touching the ground, and like the back, there's like a spike in the head or something. Well, is yeah, that what t- that t- is? Pterodactyls have that too. That's the shape of the skull. If you yeah. want, if you want my honest opinion on whether this is forged or not, I say yes. And the reason, there's two reasons. Number one, if you look at the depth of field and the difference in contrast between the, like the leaves in the background and the soldiers, that doesn't add up. And then the other thing that for me looks fake about this photo, if you look at the soldier who has his foot on the beak, if his foot was really on a beak, it would be at a different angle. But it just looks like his foot would be on an otherwise just regular step. So I don't think. I don't think his foot is on something that would be shaped like the beak. That's just my opinion, though. I don't okay, know. Okay, guys. So a little history about the Thunderbird. Also, hold on. One more point. These soldiers look way too well-fed to be Civil yeah, War they era they soldiers. Their uniforms do not look like they've ever been to war. No. And also, you know, they're husky. Look at the dude second to, to the left there. Yeah, like, he looks like me. Dude, real Civil War soldiers were fucking thin, man. They were, like, malnourished as hell. You know? For sure. All right, Allie. Jump into the the history. Okay. The Thunderbird is a widespread Native American mythology. Okay? Um, They described it as a supernatural being. The enormous... Bird was a symbol of power and strength that protected humans from evil spirits. It was called the Thunderbird because the flapping of its powerful wings sounded like thunder. And according to the legend, lightning would shoot out of its eyes. The Thunderbirds brought rain and storms, which could be good or bad. Good when the rain was needed or bad when the rain became destructive with strong winds, floods, and fires caused by lightning. The bird was so large that several legends say that it was able to pick up whales. They um, were said to have bright and colorful feathers, the sharp teeth and claws. They were said to live in the clouds high above the tallest mountains. Um, In the Alconquin mythology, the Thunderbirds control the upper world while the underworld is controlled. By the underwater panther or great horned serpent. Underwater panther. Yep, panther or great horned uh, serpent, and that's what the thunderbirds would protect humans supposedly from by throwing lightning. Mm. So yes. Mm. So yeah. So. When I think about Thunderbird, though, I'm thinking of like feathers. I'm thinking like a giant ant, uh, Andes condor, or yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, it's a it's a mythical bird, right? A it's giant a eagle or something. But then yeah. you look at this Civil War creature, man. It's like a pterodactyl. So I think there's like, I don't know. And then here's another one: the Tombstone Thunderbird. Let me read this real quick. Uh, a report. In a report in the April 26, 1890 tombstone epigraph listed the creature's wingspan alarming 160 feet, noted that the bird was about 92 feet long, about 50 inches around at the middle, and had a head about 8 feet long. The beast was said to have had no feathers, but smooth skin and wing flaps, quote, composed of thick and nearly transparent membrane, easily penetrated by a bullet, end quote. 
Perhaps the hardest part of the story to swallow is that two horses could manage to haul a dead behemoth like this for any distance. Um, it goes on to say that two cowboys in 1890 near Tombstone, Arizona had seen it flying above them, uh, gave chase on their horses and were able to shoot it down. There's actually another photo from the Tombstone epigraph that you can see. Frank, you want to look that up, the Tombstone Thunderbird? Yep, I'm on it. If you look it up and you look at this, it looks almost identical except for the wings to what we just looked at in that Civil Dude, War photo. Dude, I'm pretty sure this is the same fucking photo. Here, I'll put it on the stream. This to me looks like the same fucking photo with the same fucking... Hold the on. wings are different though. Like the other wings were scooped. These yeah, are more like true. bat wings. That's true, but look, I mean, these these look like they could be the same fucking six dudes from the other photo. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than six dudes there, but... Look at the, the one guy's even forcing the, the dog to smile. <laughs> Anyways, this here, this is a pretty popular urban legend, this Tombstone Thunderbird, dude. Like, it's all over the internet. When you look up Thunderbird, it's like the first thing that shows up. Um... I think that they really blew it out of proportion with the epigraph article mm -hmm. uh, saying it's 160 feet wingspan. And the photo, dude, it's not even 160 no, feet. What is of, that? How many of, feet do okay. you think that is? 20, 30 so, feet? So shoulder to shoulder, someone is generally about 25 inches times six. 25 inches times six. Let me get the, let me get the calculator out here. Estimation 25 times 6 equals divided by 12. You got about 12 shoulder lengths there. Yeah, it's about, it's about 12 or 13 feet, give or take. My guess. Okay. I want to believe, though. Okay. So I want to believe this is true. This is real. But I'm going to say that this is not a Thunderbird, unless that's what you want to call it. I To me, it's like a hairless condor, giant condor, or like a, a freaking pterodactyl, man. No, I get, I don't see anything mythical about it. I, I've I seen so I've seen. A fun fact: it's a lot totally of the cryptid. condors, a lot of the condors are extinct now. So it oh, yeah. there's a good probability that it could be a condor. I'm gonna bring up some footage of a condor so people can see it. It doesn't have the spike on the back of its head, but and it doesn't have like bat wings, but I feel like condors are completely different. But let's let's go ahead and. Uh, Man raises condor. Shut up. All right. <laughs> there we go. There's footage of a condor. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you guys watching the stream? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it. Allie, are you pretending to see a condor? Dude, I just wanted to see a picture of a condor. I don't need all these weird hard cuts. Give me a, give me a condor. God. There you go. See that cow pissing right there in yeah, the pasture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, there's a huge delay with Skype. Yeah, dude, I'm looking at this condor footage Skype now. is shit, dude. The Skype shit. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is I'm not, just going to go out and say thing. that I think it's awesome when I get to read these stories and see these old pictures and like the old West about these creatures that possibly had survived for so long. And like, you know, they were, you know, just like anomalies, just like once in a lifetime kind of things. And I want to believe that it's true and the photo is true, but I don't know, man. Hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, sometimes, mythical creatures are made up for sure to teach a lesson you know like i know like the boogeyman was invented so kids would fall asleep or like that's how like swamp monsters are like so kids don't go out in the dark like the swamp monster will take you what's the lesson with that i think we're dealing with something different though yeah, like, like those are like that's what i'm saying like what would be the lesson here don't be in your backyard during lightning and thunder or what, else did you say you know, don't be climbing mountains during storms because there's another story about like 16 or 17 years ago a lady went missing uh climbing a uh, hiking a mountain 
during a storm in Alaska, and they said that they sighted like a giant eagle that was flying above that may have taken her and threw her off the 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 mountain. Doug says, "How about the shoebill bird? Those things are fucking terrifying, Doug." Shoebill bird. Have you guys ever seen a shoebill bird before? No. Okay, I'll put one up. Put a picture of a shoebill up. Give me a second here. I think that where you're talking about the boogeyman stuff, those are nefarious. I think these creatures are like more cryptid in nature and they're just like. Well, my dad has a degree in ornithology, so like I grew up around birds. Here, look, look at this. That's, uh, that's the shoebill right there. Let me see. Oh, what is that, Florida? Looks like the Florida Everglades. Man, I don't know what Florida looks like. Ellie, do you know what Florida looks like? I have no idea. Um, I haven't seen this version of Florida, but I don't want to see it either. Yeah, I don't want to see Florida. <laughs> that thing looks like a condor, some type of lizard. And a turkey had a kid. And a turkey. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the legendary holiday bird, the turducken? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've feasted on turducken, man. Have you? Oh, yeah. So, do you guys ever, like, see a bird or something and think, how would you taste? A bird? Yes. Like a like, pigeon? A city pigeon? Oh. Not a city pigeon, a but like, I don't know. Like I think that? like, I think more like a peacock or like that bird we just saw. Like, would it be edible? Like a, like a pterosaur? I, I had a, so I had a, a history professor in college where Nick and I went to college. Nick did not have this class with me. But a lot of the history that we studied was like cowboy days, and she was telling us we would just sit down. Awesome. Yeah, we would just have a lecture for three hours about like the cowboy days and like that time of the country's history. And she literally was talking about how like you could literally cook and eat anything: skunks, possum, fucking snakes, anything. If you can like Armadillo. kill it, yeah, you yeah. just you just take the guts out and you yeah. can cook and eat the flesh of almost any creature. So I would, I would My dad that. has eaten um, possums before and raccoons, and he said that if you wash the meat very good, it doesn't taste bad. I think, I mean, for some things you gotta have common sense. Like, I know you can eat skunk, but you have to cut out like the the urinary gland because otherwise you'll get like the stench from the skunk, like their their stink. So like, have you guys ever been skunked? No, I have not, but my, I've owned dogs that have gotten skunked, and it's just a horrible scent up close. Speaking of that, that actually happened to um, a couple that actually, I believe they live in Caldonia, Nick. So they had COVID and couldn't smell, so their dog got sprayed by a skunk. And, like, oh, this dog was all over their furniture, oh, was, like, outside, man. was inside, mm. and it wasn't until somebody, like, came over to visit them that they were, like, hey, your house smells like shit, your dog oh. is That's terrible. Uh, I've actually been indirectly skunked. I'll tell you the story. I was driving, I used to work second shift, so I'd get off at, like, midnight. Mm. When I lived out in California, I was driving home late at night. Uh, I had to go through like a mountain pass, right? Yeah. And as I was driving, there was a skunk in the road. And he like, I kind of like swerved a little bit to miss him, but he like ran out of the way. And I damn near hit him head on. And like when he ran, he sprayed up his, his skunk spray. And I had the vent on uh, outside air in my car. And I sucked it all into the car. <laughs> It made the car smell Got like skunk, me. dude. I was like covered in this like oil from the skunk spray, like my glasses were too. It was a terrible experience. There you go. So Literally, I have the glasses, some of the glasses smelled like skunks for, for like two weeks. I mean, I think you still kind of smell like that, Nick. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Nah, I'm, so, I'm kidding. How did you get rid of the smell, like, on your car and stuff? 
I aired it out for like days and I like bought air freshener and like wiped it all down with, you know, like wipes and got the Febreze out. And literally like it <laughs> smells like some unearthly, like synthetic weird ass smell. Like you can't describe it. And it's just so weird and it smells so bad and you can't compare it to anything else. Yeah. Like true concentrated Evil. skunk spray is like, it's not even like what you smell. If you smell it from like a couple, like, like 20 or 30 feet away. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Uh, interesting story about one of my friends that got COVID with her husband. They said when their smell and taste started coming back. So like they lost their smell and taste, which sucked. Cause they're, I mean, I don't know, whatever. It would suck. I, I get that part. But they were saying that for a while, for like a period of like three months. And by the way, Doug says that his smell is still messed up from COVID seven months later because I guess Doug got COVID. Hey, do you remember when you were trying? To, remember when Doug visited you, Nick? And then like we were talking on the podcast that he actually have COVID. And he was like, I think I got COVID. And you were like, no, nah, man, you better not have COVID. Oh, man, that was, that's a good episode. Anyway. Actually, speaking of that. Before you tell your story, yeah. my brother just po- tested positive for it yesterday, and like him and his wife, and I'm pretty sure their kids have it. So it's really shitty. They're at home right now, our, resting. Uh, our hearts and prayers go out to uh, the bearded gentleman yeah. and his family. Steve, he has it. He probably got it from work. He, so. uh, he, uh, he graced us while he was on this planet. May he rest in peace. Shut your mouth, Frank. <laughs> anyway, what I was saying is, uh, I had some friends. That, your story. I had I had some friends that got COVID, and like when their smell and taste started coming back, they were saying like for a while, everything tasted <laughs> unfinished plants. Is that got pretty dark? Everything tasted like onions. Fucking everything. Like the, she was telling me, like her taste came back, and she was at work drinking coffee, and like the fucking coffee tasted like onions. I can't imagine something worse than that. Like, ugh. And I love onions too. That's the thing. I don't. I don't even know like how hey, you story, bro. how you deal with that. I know, right, dude? I I got the best, the best stories. Right, right. Can you, can you agree? On Anyways, that? Okay. so you know how they say that after you've been sprayed by a, a skunk, if you bathe in tomato juice, it will go away. That's totally. I'm wrong. like, <laughs> that's terrible. Like you just got sprayed by a skunk and now yeah. you pretty much have to lay in catch of tomato water I heard, like, I heard that so like the skunk spray is an oil pheromone and to put it in tomato juice you're just spreading it around I heard that you should just put baking soda because the powder will absorb the oil that's what I read I don't know what's true but I heard I tomato just juice use soap good. straight up and I washed like multiple times so I don't know I've never been I've never been sprayed by a skunk only like I said like a couple dogs that I had growing up got sprayed but like I would just steer clear and then after like a week I mean two, I'm sure like my car uh air system like filtered it a little bit but still I know some of it got in did there this, uh, Nick did that recently happen to you because I no. know you got a new car so like did you sell the truck because of the skunk no <laughs> this happened like 2017 to be fair I would, I've no. ridden in your truck with Allie and Amanda, and it did not smell like skunk, and any foul smell I just assumed was Amanda. Oh, oh dude, you're a dick. Gotti! Gotti! Frank, you going to that barbecue? <laughs> Hold on, Frank. Yeah. Going to the barbecue? What barbecue? Oh, I slapped my meat across your grill. Got him. <laughs> Wait. Gotti! Gotti! Go. <laughs> I got that directly from these nuts, dude. Doug says, my son's second all smell like cleaning chemicals still. His what? His poops? Qu- no, no, no. He Quote. Oh, okay. Well, I guess seconds is poops. But Doug says, my son's number twos all smell like cleaning chemicals. Yeah, that's a good thing. Doug, why you be what? smelling your son's doo-doo? <laughs> <laughs> poops. Why are you smelling your son's poops, man? That's kind of... Yeah, why are you smelling your son's poops, man? You put that are away you, in the diaper and you throw that out. I knew a guy once that... You ball it up, tape it up, and throw it out. I saw a guy get a Christmas present at work, and it was clearly a book, and he unwrapped it before his shift started. And it was uh, 
called a reverse cookbook and it was like literally pictures pictures of shit and then it was like interesting poop and then it's like what you need to eat to like get that poop uh, that's why they call it a, a reverse cookbook it's like uh, what do i need to eat to get that doug says i can't smell can't smell them when i'm changing him okay so doug if you cannot smell while you're changing him how do you know it smells like cleaning chemicals if you, you know what when i think of a reverse cookbook i'm thinking of like a meal that's already cooked and then you have to deconstruct it that's what i think of like deconstructed in the the pooper no like you know fancy restaurants when they want to get really fancy they'll like give you a meal that's deconstructed anyways it's almost time <laughs> i uh what the fuck is that from? What are you playing here? This is the this is the, what are you the, trying to do this is the this? music that I, I play when we talk Three. about food. It's the cooking music. From where? According to who? According to me. <laughs> According to you, who are you? Uh, my name is Francis Michael Barrientos. Doxed. You're done. Who's doxing me, Nick? You doxed yourself. Do you know what dox means, Nick? Oh. Unfinished Plans says Google it. Unfinished Plans, what have you been up to? Yeah, he's been missing for like two months. Unfinished Plans, we need to hear how you feel about stuff. I got a drop for Unfinished Plans. He went into hiding. Where, where's Unfinished Plans drop? Here we go, ready? Unfinished it's Plans. A long ass bender. <laughs> Do you guys like my Unfinished Plans drop? <laughs> you guys don't like it, that's okay. I don't care. Ugh. Uh, unfinished plan says I was on a bender. Weren't we all? Weren't we all? Except for me. He's still on a bender from Christmas. I liked it. He said he was on a bender and he liked it. It's like a Katy Perry song. I was on a bender and I liked it. Allie just decided to. Okay, there she is. I was like, ah, you just quit. I will probably be listening. But, oh, I'm in the tiki thing now. What? You're what? I'm like literally right next to you, like on the screen. Like I'm at the little tiki beach place too. What? Oh, I didn't uh, see that. Allie, I think you you yourself can only see that view. No, I see really? both of you guys on the tiki <laughs> bar. What the fuck? <laughs> I can, yeah. I can guarantee, Unfinished Plans, are we at a tiki bar on the stream? Get me on the tiki bar, man. I don't think we are on the tiki bar. Let me, I can try. Yes. I'm pulling up to the tiki bar. I'll try it. So I know for a fact that the people who are watching this stream see my view. So it's together mode. Unfinished Plans says we were not on the stream. Okay, great. Now we're at the bar on the stream. Allie's next to me. I'm not on there. How do you get on there? I have no idea. I think your camera went down, Nick. I don't. I don't know what the fuck. I it didn't know. go down because if you go back to normal mode, I'm still on there. Man, I don't fucking know how Skype works. This is a weird software. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, Unfinished Plant says this view is legit. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna communicate something really important here in our uh, business chat. Okay, perfect. Thanks, guys. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. Um, we should start closing up. I think we've, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. I think we've exhausted okay. tonight. Also, guys, really quick. Um, next week, we're not on. Next week, we're taking the we're taking the week off. I have two planned Mondays off, and I'm gonna talk to Allie about this. But uh, I think we should probably change the day because I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Allie, what day works for you to podcast? What day is the best night for you to do this shit? Um. It depends what day I'm off, honestly. I mean, you've been doing okay with Monday nights, kinda. But like, is there a different night of the week where you could like regularly take it off? Probably well, in September, since I'm going back to school full time, I'll be available like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Like, I think Nick and I were kind of talking about our availability. 
from what it seems like right now, Wednesday night kind of sounds like a winner, but I don't know if go like, back to Wednesday. I don't know if I don't know if yeah. Lassie and Leah are good for Wednesday. They would need it's to, not so late. They would need to be on board. Well, I like the nine o'clock time slot. I don't well, yeah, I'm just that. saying. Last time we were on Wednesdays, we were on at eleven. Oh God, that was brutal. That was kind of rough. Fucking Allie was like she she like Allie would have those glasses where it has the googly eyes on there, so it looks like she's awake, but she's actually not. Huh. Uh, I almost I would sleep. It's like I'm sorry, I was waiting for you guys, and then. Allie's like, I'm going to take a nap, and then she'd never wake up. She'd be like, oh, guys, I woke up. It was 6 in the morning. <laughs> and what's funny is that happened more than once. More than twice. Uh, Unfinished Plan says, by that time, I was already too wasted when you guys were on. Oh, yeah. yeah, those are dark days. Those weren't dark, dark days, days, man. The old Amanda episodes were fine. She was just... We should ask her to be the field correspondent. Do you think she'd do it? Yeah, yeah, she would. Nick, Absolutely not. Did you guys ever... She would. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me get a clip going. She's here. thirsty for getting her name out there any way possible. But knowing her, this is how a question would go. You should add me on YouTube. I also I'm a model. have an Instagram. <laughs> um, no, do you no, have no, any no, friends no. that like would like to watch my? Allie, Allie here, here's how it would go. We'd be like, Amanda, Amanda, we really need you to go out and ask people about lucid dreaming. Can you ask people about lucid dreaming? She's like, sure. So then she goes out and asks people, and here's how her question goes. She approaches somebody random on the street, and here's what it sounds like. Hold on. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything <laughs> oh uh, man talk about a mouthful oh, oh amanda uh, oh dude get return of the mac get him on dude Dude, Mac Get is such a. On. I feel sad. I feel sad for Mac because like he's super. He's super chill and drunk, or he's just super emotional when I see his snaps. Like for uh, unfinished plan says he he used to lucid dream a lot. We want to hear about your lucid dream experience, unfinished plans. Last week, unfinished plans when Nick was off, we talked about lucid dreaming, and I was talking about my best friend who I knew all my whole life, and then we never talked about lucid dreaming until. We were much older, and then like we had, we talked about it once and then never again. Actually, I was talking to Lord Cronus, and I think he was talking about how he had some too. Dude, Doug wanted to talk about like pulling teeth in dreams, and it's such an interesting topic. We just didn't have enough time last week because uh, literally Hangouts was kicking us off the stream. Allie, you weren't on last week either, were you? It was just Lay and Wazi, right? Yeah. No, I wasn't there. Yeah, it was such a it was such a good episode last week. That's when we found out that Google Hangouts fucked us. So, guys, we should start wrapping this Yeah, let me, uh, let me play the wrap-up music here. Hold on. Not Return of the Mac. Okay. Final thoughts. Nick, go ahead. Um, final thoughts regarding the Thunderbird. Uh, I think, basically, it's probably, like, some freak of nature bird. That's just like about the size of a car and the wingspan about 20 feet. And uh, they're very elusive and they probably hide in like mountains and shit. So I want to believe, basically. Yeah. You want to believe. Allie? I want to believe. My closing thoughts is that as legends goes, if you talk about Wendigos, you attract them. So keep your doors locked tonight. Thank you. What if you what if you eat somebody but then you don't turn into a Wendigo? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> um, you suck at even trying to be a Wendigo. I my closing thoughts. We're gonna be off next week, guys. I'm gonna put out still uh, an update for anybody who like is a subscriber in case they don't listen to the stream live. And uh, yeah, uh, Wazi announced it on air, so I'll say it. congratulations to Wazi. She's getting married Saturday. I'm going to see these two at the wedding, hopefully. Nick, are you going to the wedding? Nick, you going? Uh, probably. I just need to throw something together last minute to wear. Sounds perfect. Allie, how about you? 
I need to see you and your girlfriend Mason show up. It's gonna be great. Is that a yes? I mean, I. How? Why are you assuming that's my wedding date? Ooh. What if you catch the uh, bouquet? What happens? What if? What if she catches the bouquet? Yeah. What if she catches it? Frank, dude, you're terrible, man. I hope you punch you right in the nose for that. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my ass beat at the wedding. It'll be fine. We're all praying that Kim catches the bouquet. Oh yes. <laughs> you can. You you know what? I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal, Ali. You want to make a deal? Kim catches that bouquet. I'll marry her on the spot. You're gonna yeah. what? Oh yeah. She catches that bouquet. I'll marry her on the spot. No, Frank. We do not do that at other people's weddings. Okay. Okay. Bad yeah. etiquette. Okay. You trying to steal the fucking fame, dude? No, no. Steal the I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't feel right about that because the person officiating isn't a religious figure. So it wouldn't be something that I would do. I, I want to get married in front of God as much as I feel like I might you be. You want to steal the show. That's what you want to do. Okay, Nick. Frank, I will become an ordained minister just for you. Okay. Just to do your wedding. Just for you. I should be fun. All right, guys. Have a good night. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> All right. So, well, actually, we good won't night. see you next week. We'll see you in two weeks. So we'll see you July 26th. This is our next show, I believe, right? Is that right? No. Whatever the show is after the 26th. Allie, you won't see her because she's off that day anyway. But <laughs> everybody else should be. Oh, God. I closing see. thoughts. Be good to each other. Yeah. Closing thoughts. Don't be a dickhead. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. Later. How do you feel like we did? Oh, oh wow. Oh, <laughs> just like that. Oh. Allie was not feeling it, dude. Dude.